0: Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier
1: lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson.
0: Welcome to Six Weeks to Fitness, episode 176. I'm your host, Vince Ferguson. And joining me today on my Six Weeks to Fitness program is Paul Bamba. Paul is a successful boxer, community activist, entrepreneur, and former Marine. He is also the founder of Effective Fitness, a New York-based boxing and fitness training company. And the company trains everyone from celebrities to everyday fitness enthusiasts. Throughout his career, Paul has made boxing, has taken boxing and self-defense seriously by teaching self-defense classes to women and men of all ages. And it is truly a pleasure to have Paul Bomber on my six weeks of fitness program and introduce him to my audience. Paul, how are you, mother?
1: I'm great, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you for having me. Man, it's a pleasure having you. And first, let me start by just thanking you for your service.
1: Appreciate you, thank you for your service.
0: Thank you, my brother. But well, before we talk about Trifecta, Trifecta Fitness, tell my listeners, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like before joining the Marine Corps? Um,
1: I grew up everywhere. I grew up, I was born in Puerto Rico, I moved to LA. I lived in Massachusetts for a little bit. Um, I was awarded a state uh, or the country, rather, because I was all over the place. Um, so I just bounced around a lot. So there's not one real spot I was really in growing up. So not there was no. Anyway. So there was no stability in your home. No, not at all. I, I think that's uh, not even a little bit. Not until I not until I joined the Marine Corps. Really, so the Marine Corps
0: gave you stability. Amazing. Yes, yeah, stability and structure. And structure. Now I know that marines can do a lot to a young man but why did you join the marine corps as opposed to any of the other branches you laughed. Um, <laughs>
1: i was at the the uniforms um mm. and then i don't know dress blues dress blues are just beautiful like you they, they're the best uniform out there um also i, I think because it was the hardest one Um, And I've always loved challenging myself, like with Marine Corps boot camp, it's 13 weeks, it's the longest of any other um, branch of service. And you don't need to go to any other um, boot camp if you decide to go into another branch of service. However, if you're in the Army and you want to become a Marine, you got to start all over again because you got to earn it. And that's what I really liked about it. It It was a hard thing to get into um and then they're very selective and you have to have like certain fitness requirements and stuff like that so i like it. it gave
0: me something to look forward to um just to get better a goal i'm very goal oriented nice oh, excellent excellent so in addition to the combat fighting skills because again i know from being a navy veteran that the marines have the toughest um have structure that they're, they're hard to it's hard to basically get out be a marine if you're not fit In the Navy, I mean, you know, you can go in there looking like a donut, but Marine Corps, you got to look good, you got to feel good, you got to know what you're doing, and uh, 8-1 qualified qualifications come to being a Marine. But besides learning combat skills, because, you know, when it comes to fighting, the Marines go first, pretty much, you know? So, But in addition to combat fighting skills, what other skills did you take that you use today in your business?
1: Um, I would definitely say the structure part, structure, like just planning everything out, not just um, going off a whim, I would say, like having a plan, executing to that plan. And when things don't fall according to plan, sticking to that plan, because you made it for a reason, you know. Um, I think that has helped me the most. Also, just um, the thing I love most about the Marines was camaraderie. So I would say when you like, team building, like uh, being a team leader, like I was a fire team leader and a squad leader um, in some parts. So things like that, they premium, uh, permeated into other portions of my life. Like it just made me more confident. I was able to pick the people that I wanted to build with and have as a part of my team. And, um, it, it lets you, it lets you see past the BS, I guess you could say. Hmm. So when you know what you have, you know, what you're attacking and or not attacking rather, but you know, what you're going after and then you just, you just stick to it. That's, that's the main thing I learned with the Marines. Like no matter what, even if you fall short, you stick to the plan and you make sure you accomplish the mission. And that's how I operate on a day-to-day. Huh. so you must have a plan. Oh yeah. I'm living part of my plan right now. I would say all of it, I have a 10 year plan since I was about, I worked at GNC when I was 25 and I'm a bit ahead of schedule, I would say. Yeah. And I think that's because I stuck to my plan, you know, like even when stuff goes wrong, sometimes people, they kind of give up or they're like, oh, I fell short. They call an audible, but that audible takes them away from the, the ultimate goal and it might actually take a little longer. I, I just stick to the plan.
0: Hmm. How many years did you do in, in the core? Four. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> that's
1: a little lot.
0: bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, out of all the places that you could have moved to, I know you were discharged a few years ago, you came to New York, but why out of all the, out of all the places you could have gone? You could have went to LA, Atlanta, wherever. You went, to, you came, you came here. Why? Um, so this might sound a little weird. I knew I was gonna be homeless.
1: Um, and I tried to pick the easiest place to be homeless, in my opinion, uh, and the easiest place to work. And I and also to, to go with the, uh, I love hard things. There's this saying like, uh, you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yes. If you would have told me that before I moved to New York, I would have said, well, that just sounds dumb. But I think that that is, there's a lot of truth behind that because New York will bring the grind out of you, if, even if you don't have any. And if you have it in you, it's just going to make it that much better because you, you can't come here and be lazy. You'll get swallowed up, chewed up, spit out very easily like you constantly have to be moving forward.
0: True, true that. But let me go back for a second. You said you knew that you would be homeless when you came to New York and you still yeah. came? Yeah, I had a plan. I, um,
1: it started off as a joke. I, I used to sell, <laughs> I sold office supplies for um this company called Quill, I think. I heard Something like that. Oh, yes. And um, in Rhode Island and then <laughs> It wasn't working out or I think they were moving the company or something. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to fight. And I I never boxed before. And I was kind of like, eh, whatever. So I went to New York and I found um, a gym and I just made it all work. I was homeless for a bit then I was able to rent like a a mattress behind someone's couch in City Island for a bit. And then um, ended up getting on my feet, getting a job. Got fired from that job. Got homeless again, lived on the train. Huh. But ultimately all my goals were uh, fitness related and boxing related. So no matter how bad stuff got, I, I literally, I just stuck to it. It's like, hey, I messed up, cool. How do we fix it? Rather than sulking or beating myself up about it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I messed that up. Like this is a solution to it. This is what we're doing or what I'm doing. And I just got to it, that's it.
0: Wow, that's, that to me is truly amazing most people would have given up, you know, coming here. And you're young, even much younger than you are now, coming to New York. And basically, you know, things can happen to a young guy, a young person in New York City, they're not careful. So how'd you fall into boxing? Um, Well, Morris Park, I was in the Bronx. So there was
1: some guy, he had, I got into a a little altercation, if you will, in City Island. Wow. there's this guy that told me that I should box. I don't remember his name anymore, and I wish I did. I think it's Eddie. He has, like, a karate studio in City Island. Mm-hmm. And um, he brought me to the Bronx, and he's, he's like, I'll pay for your training. You just got to come help. I had to come help um, clean up his dojo or whatever, do floors in the morning. He paid for my training. And I would walk from City Island to uh, Morris Park every day just so I could learn because I didn't have nothing else to do school wasn't really my thing. I'm self-educated, but I'm not like curriculum, like sit at a desk type educated. Yes. Um, so that's all I had. So I was just like I I like this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make it work. I might not become a a version of Floyd Mayweather, but maybe I'll become like a Freddie Roach. Like I could you can make your mark either through fighting or through training. And if you're training you could help out a bunch of people in the process and and build their confidence. So I was like it's a win-win. And you get to punch people in the face, and not get in <laughs> trouble. So that's fun. So. That,
0: that, that's fun. I, I, I heard Mike Tyson said everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. But you Truth. have a plan, and you, <laughs> and you like punching people in the face. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I don't mind getting hit too much. So it's it's a win-win. It's a it's a good outlet. It's a positive one. A lot of people think that boxing is um, it's just. Like an animalistic thing is just like, kind of like, oh, it's just something like all um, monchismo, I guess you could say, but it's not. Like, it's a thinking man's game. You got to think and you got to be smart. Like, you can go in and fight all the time, or you can box and be smart, not get hit too much, stay in great shape, sharpen your mind, help other people. Like, that's why
0: I love it. Huh. So, you're pretty successful now, you know, but would you say that boxing is what, what you your, to where you are today? Or was it other skills
1: that you had? Uh I think I'm charismatic, so that helps. <laughs> yes. Obviously you gotta be able to talk to people, but um ultimately you no know, boxing saved my life. I, I truly believe I would not be I had a rough upbringing, and I was kind of hard-headed. So I, I don't really think I'd be anywhere close to where I'm at if um had I not found boxing, or had I not found the the few people that are still in my life, like Aaron Davis. He he runs Morris Park Boxing Club. He's a former world champion. Like I still talk to this man all the time, even to this day. It's been about seven years now, and he instilled in me just working hard and not giving up. And yeah, cool stuff could be messed up, but you if you're not giving up, you you got you got to move forward. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, boxing did that for me. Because every day, you're never going to perfect boxing. Mayweather is amazing, but even he gets it sometimes. Like, you can learn something from anybody. And the fact that it keeps me mentally sharp, like, I love that. And it just gives me something to look forward to, whether I'm winning or whether I'm helping somebody win, either way to win.
0: Wow. Are you uh,
1: boxing professionally now? Yeah. I've had three professional fights so far. I fight again um, October 8th. Yeah. and then the 29th so yeah i'm staying a little bit busy um i like it a lot it's a it's a it's fun it's an experience covid uh made the dream happen i get to do with not much else to do it was easy to train and and kind of like take that leap of faith and i did so now i get to train people which i love and, and teach because i'm more of a coach than a trainer i would say like a teacher yeah and um I it's a box so it's it's a win-win i'm i'm living what i dreamed about when i was 25 because i put in the hard work and I, and i stuck to it and i was consistent and i got up and ran on the days that i really didn't want to. i still do hmm. just like a marine <laughs> yeah and that's the thing the hunger yeah the, the hunger that's instilled in you as a marine or maybe maybe they brainwash you i don't know but it, it works and as long as you stick to it that's it. That's where consistency is key in life to anything that
0: anybody does. And yet you had role models too to help. You said Aaron, what's his last name? Aaron, Aaron Davis. Davis. Yes. Yeah. How important are role models to you? Um, I, I would say very important. I have three key people
1: in my life that have molded the way I I think in the way I approach things. And, um, they're all very, very different. Um, Gardier, he's, he's, he's pretty much my older brother to me. He, um, he was a captain in the Marine Corps too. He has helped me out, mentored me a lot. He works with me as well. Um, and then this guy, Jason Harris, he's like this marketing genius that, um, he basically pushed me to to move further because at some point in life, I got complacent a few years ago. And I was like, oh, my rent's paid now. I'm good. Like I go to movies every once in a while. Like, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm cool where I'm at. And he, him and Gardier got me to dig deeper and got me to want more and actually showcase my talents, my skills and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm really glad they did because uh, the way I live now is, is very much different. I can help a lot of people. I, I definitely enjoy myself and I wouldn't be here without any of those three people. Hmm. I don't think if I, if I didn't have all three of them, I, I wouldn't be where I am at. It's, they like make the perfect uh, trifecta, will. they're
0: all very much different. Okay. And we're coming to that too. I'm glad you said that because you are the founder and the CEO of Trifecta Fitness. Now, and you also, I was on your website, it says, um, it mentions join the trifecta movement. What, is, what does that mean to my audience? What does trifecta movement mean?
1: So the trifecta movement, it's, it's kind of how I explain how I am. Um, so we go by sport, body, and mind. So fitness, a lot of people think fitness is, is just their body or it's just like playing sports, like just get in shape, look good, cool. That's not really it you you have to take care of your mental you have to take care of your body meaning recovery right so sport body and mind i try to embody all those three things at all times meaning i'm working out i'm making sure my mental is good and i'm making sure i'm taking the time to recover because everybody in life gets busy but you want to make sure you're taking the time to keep yourself healthy you're recovering fully and your mental is straight you have time mm-hmm. to meditate yoga, stuff like that so the trifecta movement to me personally will just be being well-rounded, being well-rounded and not settling just for a six pack when you can have a six pack and a great mindset. You know what I mean? Like you can have a six pack a great mindset and we, we can fix uh, any ailments you might have in your knees or your hips or something like that. It's all about taking care of yourself and, and trying to, I know you can't really be perfect, but if you aim for it, you get pretty close. Yes. And, and, that, and that's what it is for me. Hmm.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. So what type of fitness programs do you offer at Trifecta Fitness?
1: So me personally, I do, i do HIIT training and boxing, but like I said, I created a team. So I have a team of experts for everything. So what Trifecta offers through Sport Body and Mind is boxing, yoga, meditation, kickboxing, acupuncture, massage, um, there was one more, oh, like CrossFit, which is kind of like hit weightlifting. Anything fitness related, we do because a lot of um, a lot of fitness companies out there they, they they focus on just the aesthetic of how you look and just just fitness. But you have to go somewhere else to take care of your body, to recover, to to get your, your peace of mind back. And with mm-hmm. us, you you can do that all in one stop. And we have a special way. We close classes to where yo. Know, you get, you're all hyped up, obviously, from running around, but we have like a trifecta cool down, which um, it includes breathing, a little bit of stretching, stuff like that. And I didn't, you have to be open-minded to it. And I wasn't at first, my brother got me into it a bit more, but it, it's really relaxing. And it, it gives you clarity on what you're doing for the day. I would think if that's how you're approaching it, it all depends on your mindset. And I, I think it makes for a better day.
0: Hmm.
1: Most you're working out. You're doing what you need to, and then you're focusing, like small, small meditation. Because I don't know if everybody can meditate for 10 minutes. I know I would struggle with that.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. I I hear you. It's not easy, but once you get once you do it, it makes it it makes a difference. Now yeah, during the pand- right right prior to the pandemic, uh, most trainers were training their clients in person. But when the pandemic hit. You guys had to pivot and start doing a lot of online trainings. Do you guys offer online training at Trifecta
1: Fitness? We do. Um, one of the things that helped us out the most—helped us out the most actually—was Peloton had an ungodly amount of classes that they were already doing because they were already digital. Trifecta, for like the first six, seven months, which just helped us out so much, we're the only company that had a hundred plus classes. Um, a month or a week, I think it was. it was close to like, I think it was 40, 50 classes a week, which like, so you had flavors. You could literally pick anything you wanted, a whole bunch of different instructors. And it was because we were already gearing towards pivoting to that way. So we had kind of an idea of what we wanted to do and it helped. Um, right now, uh, within the next 45 to 60 days, we'll be releasing our app um, and then you can just train from your phone either come in person, come downtown, or right on your phone. You'll have everything on your phone, whether it's Android, you just get it in the app store. Nice, nice.
0: This is something you you created this app?
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't do the tech stuff because I'm I'm definitely not that smart. Um, (laughs) it's It's not for me. But uh, yeah, we created the app. There's, right now there's, I think we have like almost over 500 uh, documents, videos and stuff like that, like pre-recorded. So you come in, you can pick somebody that you wanna work out with. We have UFC fighters, we have professional boxers, we have CrossFit um, competitors, we have um, yoga, we have like literally everything. And it, it's all on one app and it's, it's all for one low price rather than having to buy a bunch of different things. Yeah. guys you guys are killing it it's amazing I'm trying to that's the thing i i don't so our mission is more so to help people we do a lot of charity and a lot of philanthropy um so a lot of what we do is women empowerment so everything is geared towards trying to give back to that community because um, especially in new york it's not a lot of women feel safe, like walking to the train at night or anything like that. And um, that's actually how I believe the year before the pandemic happened, how we started. We started with one of, um, her name was Mia Kang, and we did this woman empowerment thing to teach women self-defense, and it just took off. And we realized it was much more rewarding to have these women coming back to us and say, hey, I felt much more comfortable walking by myself last night than just to be charging people for a bunch of classes where people just getting in shape, which is still cool. But like I said, as I'm I'm growing, I'm more geared towards helping people and empowering those around me.
0: Yes, and I like how you mentioned women empowerment. That's so important. And do you you train these women online or do you train them in person?
1: Um, Both, so we have online, in person, whatever people are comfortable with a lot. Some people are more open-minded about meeting up in person because of COVID. Some people are a bit more cautious about it. So it's all about comfortability, because remember, we're trying to empower these people. So we'll get the most out of them if they totally feel, if they feel completely comfortable in the setting that they're in.
0: Can you train a woman to to really feel empowered, um, to be able to handle herself, especially here in New York City? Um, After training with you, they feel like they can walk these streets at night if they have to, or uh, if if they're confronted, they will be able to protect themselves? Is
1: that what you said? 100%. So, what we don't do is we don't um, So defend yourself. Yes, not fight. So, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to train you to, to try to beat up a 200 pound guy coming after you. No. What we do is we train to make sure we got good stamina, make sure you can um, deflect anything coming at you, strike if you need to, and then get away. So it's not to stand there and be combative with uh, somebody coming after you. It's to protect yourself, defend, and then just leave and be safe. And that's mainly what we stress. We don't want anybody sticking around trying to duke it out with somebody. Right.
0: That's not a move. That's not, that's not the move. That's not recommended. (laughs) We don't want that happening. What are some of your prices for online and for training in person? What are some of your prices?
1: Prices for online training, we have Trifecta at home right now. It's about to switch because we're about to launch the app, but it's uh, it's 20 bucks a month. You get a few classes, a bunch of different instructors. Um, if you're in New York and you signed up for Trifecta at home, we have a free class every Sunday at, I believe it's called Columbus Park. Wow. And um, it's pretty much it. It's going to roll out into the app to where you get everything that you're currently paying for, plus much, much more.
0: Wow, that's amazing, a free class every Sunday if you're in New York. Free class every Sunday if you're in New York, and you know, on top of it, you can you pretty much get over
1: a hundred classes a month online if you're um, just signed up for that at home part. So if you just want to do Zooms, you don't want to interact with people worried about COVID, which is understandable, You just hit the Zoom button, turn it on, and you can be friendly with everybody else
0: on the screen, and then we get busy. Man, awesome, awesome. So you do the group fitness training as well. That's yes. awesome, man. It's amazing. I love it. Now, my, this, this uh, show was called Six Weeks of Fitness. If you had a client, if I gave you a client who was basically a couch potato, haven't worked out in years, but yet they want to get in shape, and, but they want to get in shape in six weeks. Can you give me an idea of what type of fitness program would you put them on that would help them to reach that goal where they are in basically good shape within a six-week time period? Yeah, Um. so it would depend on the person's mentality,
1: but um, I would start slow, finish hard, because um, you don't want to start too fast and, and finish slow, you know what I mean? Body breaks down after a while. But I'm big on consistency and regimen. Um, One of the people, I actually did this last year around this time, Rick Michaels, he's a comedian from Wild and Out. Yes. He lost... 52 pounds in 30 days yeah and we didn't we i think the only supplements we took were multivitamin and some fish oil because he has some rough knees so and that was about it and it it was all about consistency doing the right thing and then just making sure that you got up on the days you did not because if you're a couch potato and you're starting off you don't want to go to the gym the second third fourth day in a row you kind of like i don't want to do this so, it's, it's building that regimen, that routine that's gonna get you up. Because after that first week, the second week's gonna flow.
0: Third's gonna be easier, fourth, fifth, finish on the sixth, you're back in shape, you're back to good health. Hmm. So, this, uh, this client that you worked with, celebrity from Wild and Out, 52 pounds in 30 days? Yeah, he had a, a
1: competition with. Uh, a photographer, I think it's one of the videographers, his name's Cliff, Cliff Prescott. He's a very good videographer um, from the show as well. They had a competition. Um, he had an NFL trainer and had like a bunch of fancy stuff. He lost 26 pounds. Really? Yeah, Rip had me. We just had some hard work and some grit. 52 pounds. 52 pounds. 52 pounds i'm big on hard work i'm not big on starving people i'm not might like, eat as much as you want Wh- whatever your input is make sure your output is that much more and, and just and rest that's all we did like i said routine routine to me since the marine corps has been everything you stick to it and you have a plan if it makes sense when you're sitting down and you write it out it still makes sense when you're going through it and it doesn't feel great you just got to trust it you got to trust yourself when you wrote it
0: down most definitely. And briefly you just mentioned about calories in and calories out. Do you talk about nutrition to your clients? Oh yeah. All the time. I don't press anything on them as far
1: as like strict diets or anything. Cause I, I don't believe strict diets work. I think that you should cheat every once in a while on a meal, a meal, not a day. I don't agree with cheat days. Cause you can lose a lot of progress in a day. If you go crazy and you've been like starving yourself, but I'm, Yeah, if you want a milkshake, go drink the milkshake, but go jump rope for a half hour or something after that. So that way you make up for it. Like it it shouldn't be a punishment or you shouldn't feel like you're punishing yourself because you're doing something. But we do nutrition plans. um, They're broken down to macros, to the ounces, to everything that you need. Um, It really just depends on how deep people want to get into it because not everybody, I know including myself, I don't want like wants to track everything to eat or weigh
0: it all out. But yeah, we get into all of that. We make it a science. Amazing, awesome, really awesome, man. Now, what do you tell a young guy who wants to be a CEO, an entrepreneur like yourself? What do you tell him to to do? What do you tell him to to think about when it comes to achieving those goals?
1: I would say go with all your crazy ideas. (laughs) To say that, I say that because I, I, My brother he thinks a lot of the stuff that, I, I. he had a full-time job. He, um, was doing like loss prevention and, um, I forgot what the other, the proper term for it is, but he was the head of it for a bunch of Bloomingdale stores. He was making six figures and I was like, you should quit and work with me and take less money. <laughs> I promise we'll get, get you to where you work back to where you need to be. He didn't do it right away. He waited till he saw I was consistent with it. And, um, And we just went with all my crazy ideas, whether it was, hey, we're going to rent out this gym or, hey, we're going to do this or we're going to go train this this client and we're going to push this narrative or we're doing this, like, just go with it. If it makes sense to you at one point and it makes you feel good, it's probably a really good idea. A lot of good ideas die because people think too much about them and they they start to get watered down because, like, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. Like, no, just stick to your plan. It doesn't need you. You make it better on the go. You don't need to wait six, seven months for something that you can start up in two weeks, like get out the door running with it. Being mindful that, like, don't get too crazy. My crazy ideas are a bit calculated, but yeah, go don't and don't take no for an answer and don't let anybody tell you like that you can't do something. That's a driving factor for me. If I don't know something, I go out of my way to learning so I would just say that be big on knowledge and be big on not taking no for an answer and your crazy ideas are definitely your best ones so like believe them and believe in yourself and don't backtrack even if your friends don't believe in it because there's a lot there's so much stuff that I've done that people thought was crazy or wouldn't work and I'm petty sometimes so I constantly laugh but hey you remember when you said this I told you so like I pointed out because like. If you really believe something's gonna work, it's gonna work. Like that's, that's, I live my life like that every day. If, if I know I could do something, like obviously I don't think I can fly, so I'm not jumping off buildings and stuff like that. But if I think I could, like we just raised, um, I think we raised over $300,000 to send 100 kids to um, summer camp this wow. past summer. Wow. And we did it, we did it in less than a month, and everybody was going crazy. And um, I didn't have the most experience in, um, in comparison to them at the time. But I was like, no, this could work. I was like, this is work. We got to go. Everybody's going to attack different stuff. This is going to work. We're sending these kids to camp. Right? Let's do it. And then we did it, and it was great. And it was a very short time frame, so we had to work. But if you're willing to work hard, your crazy ideas aren't that crazy. Hmm. They, just, they only sound crazy if you don't have the little things in between of what you need to do to get to the next step of that crazy
0: in my mind. Yes, 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 yes. Powerful, man. You inspire me just hearing you talk like that, my brother. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <that>. Thank you. <laughs> now, how can people find out more about Paul Bomber and Trifecta Fitness? Um, if you want to find out about
1: me, I, I guess just ask or, or Google works. Um, my Instagram is I, at Bomber Juice, B A M B J U I C E. Kind of like Jamba Juice, but would it be? <laughs> They stole it from you. Yeah, they stole it from um, me. <laughs> And then um, our website, though, if you want to check out the classes or anything like that, yeah. trifactorstrong.com. And then it, there's a blog there every Friday if you want fitness tips and tricks and stuff like that. It's called Ask Bomba. And I'm constantly giving out free game and trying to help as many people as I can. That's it. beautiful, man. Beautiful. Paul Bomba. They have a body
0: scope of New York and a nonprofit and six weeks of fitness. I truly want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, I appreciate it. This was was good. Oh man, you're the best. And to my listening audience and viewing audience, I truly hope this program was informative, inspiring, encouraging, that you will continue tuning in to our six six weeks of this program. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them below. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any other future episodes. Don't forget, Let's get ready, get set, and let's get fit. Paul Bamba, perfecto fitness.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.